That's right, everyone. It's time to get the big boy pants on because this is Tim with the Online Big Blue bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. It's the start of the NFL season coming up on Thursday. The Giants, of course, will be playing in Tennessee versus the Titans. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. The next couple videos, we're going to do a couple parters here, one or two parters. It's going to be referred to or called the anatomy of an upset. And this week or this video, I should say, we're going to talk about the Giants defense against the vaunted Titans offense, and it's not so fond. And, that, and it's one of the things that we're going to – I am not saying the Giants are going to upset the Tennessee Titans, who are five-and-a-half-point favorites, but I am saying we are going to go through the matchups and see at the end of the day, probably by Wednesday, we'll give our predictions of who's going to win this game on Sunday. Uh, the Giants – also a little housekeeping news here. We're going to be doing some early morning Live streams starting on Tuesday at 9 a.m. from 9 to 10. We are doing Good Morning Giants. You're going to be able to come in and talk and listen about the, you know, we're going to talk about everything giant football up leading up to this game against the Titans. We're going to have some fun. We're going to do some giveaways. So, you know what? If you're in the car, if you're at work, if you're just driving along, just, you know what? Just drop into the chat. You don't have to, you don't have to do any chatting if you don't want to, because you know what? I know you'll probably be at work listening. So, you know what? 9 a.m. starting Tuesday. Good morning, Giants. Uh, Giants have also made some roster moves. They have waived two today. They waved Han, the defensive backs, and and they waved the venerable Platzengummer. Uh, the Giants also signed a former third-round pick uh, with the Washington Commanders. What's his name? Uh, is this Fabian Moreau? Uh, he's a cornerback, a third-round pick. You know, he's, he's got some experience in the NFL. The Giants are tinkering the roster. 76 career starts. I'm assuming 76 career games. 34 starts. 186 tackles, four for a loss, one quarterback hit, three forced fumbles, 25 pass defenses, six interceptions, and a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, you know what? Pro football focus gave him the venerable grade of 57.7, which is pretty bad for a defensive back. But you know what? We're just tinkering with the roster. We're moving some pieces around. We're kind of we're kind of seeing where everything fits at this point in time. But let's talk about the matchup of the New York Giants defense versus the Tennessee Titans offense. You know, I, I'm... I've said this before. I have watched all, and I'm going to lean back into my chair, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, unprofessional for a moment. I've watched all the Tennessee Titan games. I watched all of them because of the fact that Malik Willis started every single game. So I watched every single game, and I watched all three games to the bitter end. And I'm going to tell you this. The offensive line for the Tennessee Titans, it, it, it's just, it's, it's just it's not good. And I know they did not play their complete complement of starters, I completely understand that. And I know they had a rookie quarterback behind them, but it, it just, it, I mean, the, the, they, they were leaking more than the Titanic in reference to coverage. There was, there was times where Malik and, and Logan Woodside had almost zero time to throw. Now I think it's funny. I think it's funny because last year in uh, 2021, the Titans had spent or had the most amount of cap space designated towards their offensive line. Their offensive line wasn't that great either because Ryan Tannehill had a little bit of a down year. But now they've kind of moved away from that. And, and they're trying to rebuild this kind of on the fly. And I laugh because if you go through and you account for, and this is not a statistic I came up with, but in 2021, if you count the amount of pressure and also reference to the throw, the sack, the scramble throw, where you add in all those things in reference to what the end result was. And you, you look at the highest sack rating last year for quarterbacks. It was Joe Burrows, Mayfield, Fields, Zach Wilson, 
Big Ben and Ryan Tannehill, which is interesting because of the fact that they had the most amount of money spent towards their, you know, towards salary cap towards their offensive line. So I I kind of I kind of found that interesting. Now, if we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans, the first thing you have to talk about, of course, is always going to be running back. You're always going to talk about the big running back, the bull, the big Derrick Henry coming off an injury last year. Seems to be healthy. It's good. It's going to I think the I think the Giants are going to face a downhill rushing attack. And I think if you take a look at this and you look at it subjectively, if you look at the Giants roster and if you take a look at what they have manning the middle, you have to even with a poor offensive line during the run game for the run game, you have to give the credit or the benefit of the doubt or you have to basically just give the option or the advantage to the Tennessee Titans because of the fact that when you're jamming the middle with the likes of and, and I'm not and I'm not knocking these players but you have and you're looking at no Blake Martinez behind you and in front of you you're gonna have Dexter Lawrence who who is a quasi run stopper quasi pass rusher you're gonna have Leonard Williams who does 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 certain things well but nothing great Justin Ellison and DJ Davis and Nick, I mean, that that is not something you look at and say, OK, well, you know what? Those are some guys that can really handle Derrick Henry. And then you're going to have Tay Crowder playing in the middle of that line under in that linebacker position to McFadden. And then you're going to also have Carter Coughlin. You look at that and you're like, OK, that is if Derrick Henry gets through the first level and gets into the second level, there could be some problems. There could be some issues. There could be some trouble. And I think that's what, if I was the Tennessee Titans, the first thing I would do is I would pile drive that. I I mean, that's what she said. I would run the ball like crazy. I would run the ball. I mean, if I ran the ball 50 times in the first half, that's not enough (laughs) because I would attack the interior line of that defense. Because if you watch the Giants play in preseason, especially guys that were coming in late, they were attacking the inside part of the field. And that's what I would do if I was sitting here looking at the Tennessee Titans. Now, if you're going to go into the passing game, and I know we got into the Ryan's Tannehill stat for a minute, then we kind of went into the rim. But if you're going to look at the passing game, this is where you also have to be concerned if you're a Tennessee Titan fan. But I'm going to tell you this. This is probably the one and only few times that the Giants are going to have an advantage in regards to their going up their secondary going up against a team starting wide receivers. Because the Titans, of course, they moved on from A.J. Brown. Well, you have Robert Woods as your number one guy. Now, Robert Woods is two years removed from two back-to-back thousand-yard seasons with the Rams. That's not that's not a good start. People think the Giants have an issue with their wide receiving core. The Rams, if you take a look at it in my mind, have even a bigger issue. Now, I'm not 100% knocking Robert Woods, but he he is probably he's not the guy he was five years ago. You got Burks also. Then you got you have the rookies. Oh, well, Burks is a rookie, but then you you know then you has Westbrook on one side. You got Phillips. You got Hollister. And like I said, it's spawn insane and pray for rain. And then you throw in the likes of Austin Hooper, who is. You know, you don't know exactly what Austin Hooper is because in his days in Cleveland, he was part of the plethora of tight ends that they had there. But like I said, it's not it's not as it's not a, a front or a unit you look at and say, you know, the Giants secondary for all their all their question marks outside of Adore Jackson. You kind of think to yourself, you know, if you have if you have Aaron Robinson, he could probably hold up against the rookie. Now, the rookie now the rookie is a little bit of a speedster, and we know Aaron Robinson has problems with guys with speed. 
But you think with Darnay Holmes and Xavier McKinney and Julian Love, you could probably, this is probably one of the matchups right now for the Giants defense where their secondary might be favored over a wide receiving core. And I think that's great. I think that, you know, that's that's what we want to see. We want to see, we want to see that matchup. Now, the only problem is going to be, of course, you have a veteran in Ryan Tannehill. Now, I've said this a million times in the past. I am concerned how this secondary is going to hold up when they play a veteran quarterback. Because of the fact that if you are not going to be able to generate a pass rush, if Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau are not in the game, you are probably, even with the poor offensive line, you're probably not going to be able to generate the pass rush that you would want to or need to, to have Ryan Tannehill not pick you apart. Now, Ryan Tannehill is not this guy. He Ryan Tannehill is not going to sit there back. He, he's not Patrick Mahomes, of course. Now, we all know that. But he is a quality NFL quarterback who's thrown for over 30,000 yards, almost 200 touchdowns and 91 interceptions. He has sacked. He was been, he's been sacked quite a bit in the last season. He was sacked 47 times for a total of 350 throughout his career. But he still completes 67% of his passes for 3,700 yards, 21 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Now, those aren't, those aren't eye-popping numbers. His year prior to that, where he was 3,819 yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions was a better year. But like I said, he is a quality NFL professional quarterback that knows how to read defenses. And when you're going up against a young secondary who may have potential issues in reference to understanding coverage schemes and their assignments, because let's be honest, they haven't played extensively, you have to take a look at that and you have to think to yourself, Yes, we should have, the Giants should have a an advantage in the secondary. Like I said, this is one going to be one of the few times they should be and have an advantage in the secondary. They should. Will they? I don't know. But on paper, you think they will. So if the Giants cannot generate some type of pass rush against this, what I would say is a, is a is not as it's not a top quality NFL you know starting offensive line. If they cannot generate that pass rush, they are going to see a lot of Derrick Henry. They're going to see a lot of plate action. They're going to see a lot of delayed handoffs, and they're going to see them getting gashed up the middle quite extensively. Now, if you take a look, this is going to be one of the few matchups that I'm going to tell you right now. This is going to be one of the few matchups that I'm going to say is that it's going to be fairly even in regards to total talent against the Giants defense against this offense because this offense has issues. This offense has issues not only at wide receiver but at tight end and also has some issues on the offensive line, but they still have Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Now, if Derrick Henry goes out, that's going to be that's going to be a different story. Um, if something happens to him, you know, or or if he just has a bad game, that could, that could lead to the Giants having a renaissance of sorts for the defense, maybe only for a week. But like I said, if I'm going to call this in reference to who has the advantage either on offense or defense, I'm going to call it a push. At, even with Derrick Henry, I'm calling this a push because right now there are so many question marks on that offensive line and wide receiver and tight end core right now. And even with if the Giants do not have a full strength, Aziz Ojolari or Kayvon Thibodeau, they still should have the potential to generate enough rush and hopefully be able to hold on long enough against these wide receivers that they could have the ability to limit the point production for the Tennessee Titans. But if they can't control Derrick Henry, it's all a moot point. Because like I said, if, if I'm the Tennessee Titans, I run the ball 45 times in the first half. 
I mean, I just, I just ground and pound. I, I turn, I, I attack the Giants' offensive line, try to turn them into Swiss cheese or ground beef, and then try to move them and move the pile more extensively in the second half when I know the team has gotten tired. But right now, I'm calling it a push. I'm saying no one has the advantage right now against the Giants' defense or the Titans' offense. Tomorrow, we're going to do the reverse. We're going to do the Titans' defense against the Giants' offense. That'll be fun. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you could ring that bell, you know what it means. That'd be awesome.